advertisers, sponsors, or other shows and personalities heard on My Lime Radio. Now you know. Peace. is busy. Sunday morning, July the 30th, uh, well, one more day and the month is over, July is done, and uh, summer's moving fast. we in August in two days, and uh, this is the start, well, Caravana Week starts this week, you know, grand finale next Saturday, the Caravana Parade, and yes, I said Caravana, because I still call it that, I'll, Although it's called the Toronto Caribbean Carnival. That's what it is called now. Today's show is going to be a good one. We got the CEO of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival coming on live and direct at 11 o'clock. Mishka, we're going to talk to her and um, see what it's all about. See what's going on. See what's happening. You know, see how it all came about. You know, we're going to have a nice little conversation with her. So tune in for the show. Right now, it's just me. Uh, Candyman is not here. He, uh, you know, out with the kids doing their basketball thing. So it's all good. You know, we'll still miss him. We'll still talk to him. I'm sure if he can, he'll pass through. But we'll see how that all goes. Like I said, we got um, a good show today. So because we're talking about Caravana, we're gonna play some music and stuff. Stuff. Um, check out the YouTube. The website is up. Um, it's running. Still got a little kinks to get out of it, but uh, it's up and running, so you can check out that. Also, check out the YouTube channel. I will be posting up. I had the pleasure of. Uh, or the opportunity, I shouldn't say pleasure, pleasure and opportunity of meeting the one and only Shaggy, Mr. Boombastic, and Kess, Soka Superstar. I sat down with them and had a little conversation with them. So, you know, I just got to edit the video and, and do some stuff to it. But uh, hopefully that'll be posted up on the YouTube channel on Monday, latest Tuesday. And I got some other videos. This has been a a crazy week, but we'll talk about it in two seconds right now. Got to go into the prayer. Father God, thank you for giving us another day. Thank you for surrounding us with your love and giving us the strength when we don't have the strength ourselves. We know that in you 
All things are possible. Anything is possible if we ask and we believe. So I ask for those that are struggling, Lord, give them healing. Give them light at the end of the tunnel. Let them know that they are loved, they are cherished, and things will work out for the good because you're in their presence, Lord. And this I pray. Amen. Amen. And as you know, we have to do the word slash phrase of the day. This one. Okay, this one. Here we go. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Stephen Curtis Chapman. And today's verse is Jeremiah 29, 13. I have read it for years, thought about it uh, a lot. And it's one of those great verses where God is speaking directly to his children, his followers, us. And he says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So uh, a few days ago, I lost a credit card. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. I'm guessing if you carry credit cards, you have probably had that experience. So I go on an all-out search. I am seeking with all my heart, wholeheartedly, um, trying to find this credit card because of the implications without it. It got me thinking about you know how it is that I seek God when I am truly desperate for him. When we seek God, unlike that credit card, which is, I know, a terrible analogy, but or when we've lost our phone, anything that we've lost, the fact is God is never lost from us. In fact, he is seeking us. He is already pursuing us at any moment that we turn and seek him with our whole heart. He has obviously wholeheartedly, completely sought us out and pursuing us. That is the wonder and the amazing reality of this verse is that when we turn our hearts to God wholeheartedly, we will find every time he is there, he is seeking for us, he is pursuing us. So be encouraged today through his word, through conversations, through listening to things like this, um, to continue, may we continue to seek him wholeheartedly with all our heart, and he will be found by us. God bless you. And that is the word slash phrase of the day. You know, like I said, I had the opportunity earlier. If you're just tuning in, sorry, I'm a little frazzled right now. It's just been a busy morning. You know, Kurt B, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on to you? Uh, he woke me up really early this morning, got out of my sleep, and it's been throwing me off ever since. You know, so when you when you're in that nice deep sleep, and all of a sudden that these these sleep disappears. Yeah. Anyhow, you know, again, shout outs to Kurt B. Shout outs to Kurt B and everything that he's doing. Um, 416-804-8244. That is the hotline if you want to call in talk. Today, like I said, we're going to talk about um, Carabana, the culture, um, the madness, which is, if you haven't been, it's a lot of fun. You know, you get down on the parade and you get to see the beautiful costumes. You get to, uh, you know, storm if, if you're one of those people that like to break through and jump into the, to the crowd. But you got to remember, guys, people, listen, 
costumes are expensive. I ain't gonna lie, costumes are expensive. They charge you roughly about $400 plus. All right, so the people that actually pay the money to have their costumes, to go down in the parade, they only wanna jump up and have fun with people that are in costume. So if you are a stormer, you break through the, the, the barrier and everything like that, yeah, leave the people alone. Don't try and, and wind up with your, you know, in your jeans or your shorts or whatever with somebody who is in a beautiful costume that paid some good money for that costume only for you to break it or, or rip it apart or whatever. Like, come on and let the parade flow. But we're going to talk. We're going to talk to Mishka about this whole thing and set up and stuff and just have a conversation about life in carnival world, you know? So that's what it is. Yes, I know. SG, shout outs to SG. What's going on? Thanks for listening. I know that you were working. We were talking last night. And um, she's telling that the costumes over there cost about three grand when they do carnival. So, again, stuff's not cheap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuff's not cheap. So you got to respect that. I mean, everybody wanted to have fun which is cool but you got to respect the uh the the work of the costumes you know as i said earlier i had the opportunity uh shout outs to natasha what's going on she's the pr for uh shaggy and uh kess and um i had the opportunity to uh talk to shaggy sit down talk to shaggy and sit down talk to kess did a little conversation with them as i had mentioned very nice people very nice down to earth you know we joke we laughed hung out with them for a little bit um they had a show is we they had the show on uh, yesterday they had the show and it was a pretty good show uh, from what i heard I, I wasn't able to make it out there but um i heard it was a good show great vibe so today we're gonna play some we're gonna play some soca because it's caravana time man you know what i'm saying we're gonna get you hype up in the morning and um check the interview like i said i'm just editing the the, the video and it'll be posted on the youtube channel it'll also be there should be a link posted on the website as well you know www.thestreetsisbusy.com or the youtube is the streets is busy on the youtube search it out follow us i'll also do the audio and post it up as well on all the podcast platforms spotify um apple music google podcasts and iHeartRadio. those are the four that i'm on and uh yeah that's good uh also was at the world action foundation event two-day musical event unity fest that they had thursday friday um that was amazing i'm gonna have the videos pictures of that have some uh conversations with some artists you know so we're gonna post that on the youtube as well and also might post it up on the website it depends how it goes but i got a lot of editing to do that's all i know you know but uh <laughs> Nonetheless, Caravana, Caravana, you know, in the West Indies is a little different. Um, they don't allow 
people to, to run through the uh, parade as they do here in Toronto. Um, you know, everybody's under manners and it's different if you do decide to break through the, the let's call it barriers. There's no real barriers, it's just guys with sticks. You know, the guys with sticks will beat you and have no words and no worries about doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, people pay expensive money and they want to keep the flow going so that it's not drawn out and long like ours where all of a sudden you got an hour gap in between the next the next group so you know we got to do something about that and we'll talk about that but uh like i said um i'm gonna play i'm gonna play a cast tune one of the cast tunes that i like it's called whatless and uh yeah it's it's a good tune it's a good tune and, and i like it very much so hope you enjoy and uh we will get back with this you know soak in the morning the streets is busy this is kes what less
Nagan, Takate, Takate, Dadrik, Tate, Takadigan, and Nagan, Nagan, Nagan. Big thing, small thing, how I up on all things. Short thing, tall thing, how I up on all things. And it's thing. Tell him call my name, Jay Busy, because I'll take the blame, because you know, you got to whine on something. What? Yes, kiss, whatless, you know, very nice gentleman yeah, when you sit down and, and talk to him and you know, all these guys, you know, I've been actually very fortunate <laughs> this week, things have just been going down, I guess, you know, with um, just being at it, the, the doors are starting to open up and starting to uh meet a lot of uh people now I have people coming on the show so yeah it's been fun and like i said guess real nice real nice gentleman you know down to earth chit-chatted again laughed uh just talked about life you know off camera obviously and uh even with shaggy you know shaggy <laughs> shaggy's a clown but uh real nice gentleman you know, down to earth. His 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 stage voice is different than his actual voice, which is an interesting thing. But um, again, had the opportunity, and through that opportunity, met a whole bunch of uh, of of people, good people that um, you know, keep in touch with, and did show. Um, why am I not having any music? I'm sorry. You know. I usually have my music in my background. Um, shout outs, shout outs to the to the regulars, Wendy, Jody, um, SG on the outside, Kurt B always. You know, shout outs, shout outs to the listener in Arizona. Gosh, it's got to be hot out there. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be hot. Shout outs to Joanne. What's going on, girl? I know you're listening. Just chilling out. Uh, shout outs to the London fam. What's going on? How you guys doing out there? Uh, shout outs to Krista. Thanks for listening, tuning in. I know it's a, again, it's one of those days. 10.30 a.m. 416-804-8244. <clears throat> Hit me up. Let me know what you like about Carabana or if you've been to Carabana here in Toronto. And especially if you're uh, from foreign, if you travel up here every year or every other year, or even once to come up and uh, see the carnival, let me know 416-804-8244. You know, um, I got another one to play. This one, I'm gonna play Shaggy in a second, but uh, this one's gonna go out to all my trainees, <clears throat> all my trainees. Because uh, I also like this song. I'm not Trini. I'm Antigua. 
but uh, I do like this song. So, this one going out to all the trainees out there. You heard? Soak in the morning. We're doing something different. We're talking about it. All road leads to the CEO of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival.
This one. Always going out to Monty Trini's them. Sugar's never good for you, but it's sweet. You know what I'm saying? Getting geared up, people. Carnival is here. Carnival season's right here. And um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I think the uh for me one of the best caravanas that I've been to was uh geez, maybe about ten years ago. Um it wasn't a hot day, it was like twenty six degrees. However, which is hot, but it's not really that hot. But this particular year it rained in carnival and it wasn't a super heavy rain it was just a nice light rain that came down and um it was fantastic i mean a lot of people a lot of people just stayed away so you know you're in there the crowd was kind of light people were still there but they didn't want to jump up nobody wanted to get but the the the, the, the paraders and the costumers and me doing what i do getting in there doing my videos and stuff like that like it was fantastic everybody just had such a fantastic time dancing and winding up in the rain it was just incredible and and the pictures you know nobody nobody was bothered that it was raining you know you know you go to some parades and all oh, the rain comes down and everybody's like hiding everybody there was just enjoying the moment you know getting wet you know they didn't have to get people up with the fire hoses and, <laughs> and throw the water on them it was it was just a beautiful thing and if you've never been you got to go at least once <clears throat> especially if you live here in toronto in a city in the gta you have to go at least once to experience it you know where you have a million plus west indian people you know people in general but mainly west indian people all down there all for one cause also celebrating their cultures every small island represented at caravana or the toronto caribbean carnival as it's called now but a caravana everybody's represented regardless of where you're from and everybody's down there to have a good time yes you know there might be some people that you know are not there to have a good time but for the most part everybody's there to have a good time and everybody has a great time you know if you're not one of those that want to jump up or anything like that then your best bet is to stay behind the fence but get early so you get a, a, a nice view so that you can see or you know pay a little little dollar here or there and uh stay in a stadium where you have an unobstructed view of all the costumes and everything like that and, and and you get to experience it and if you you know want to jump up in in the parade then you're a stormer at least wait till they get to the end before you you hop in and and start winding up and and doing all the stuff but it is a fantastic day shout outs to lenny dj lenny listening on the outside thanks for tuning in um Oh, shout outs to Mr. Walk Up Productions. What's going on? Also listening on the inside. I had an opportunity to meet him the first time. Put a, a, a face to the name. All good. You know, that's the whole thing. And, and 
this uh, culture in this industry, everybody's busy. So, <laughs> yes, everybody's busy. So, you know, you might know somebody, talk to them all the time, but you have actually never seen them in person. And it's it's nice to see people in person and, and put a, a name to the face, you know, or a face to the name. So that's what that's what it is. This one here, because we're jumping up, we got 20 minutes left before we uh, get into our conversation with Mishka, the CEO of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival. This one here, I love this because, you know, everybody comes together, young, old, everybody comes together and, and it's an, a great experience and you have to go down there and, and see this, you know, you got this, but this tune here, you know, listen, you got to play this tune because this is the job of Pussy, you know, this one going out to all my older ladies because, you know, you got some wine on there too. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Oh, woman, Lord. Oh, 
Yeah. All right, we we we're going to keep it going. We got we got this one. This is the Road March. This one here. You know, this one is usually playing at the end. When you're ready, you're not ready to go home. But you're going to have some fun. This one. Bungee. Yeah, we're ready. Come on now. You know you got to wine for this one. You got to slow down the pace. Look how the sun now raising up, and the crowd now waking up. The atmosphere have vibes, and nothing can break it up. The girl them a wine nonstop. We had the drinks there. This is for Juve. That's for Friday. You know when we road marching. Twenty-four parties we hit in a row. What? Tonight at the very last show. Before we head out on the road, the girl them a release the road. So let me see your hands up, so everybody know. Put your hands up, so if you're ready for the road, let your friend them know. We ready for the road. We ready for the road. So we ready, we ready, yeah we ready, we ready, yeah we ready, 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 yeah we ready. All week, forget up on the road like freak. The music full of umbrellas with thousands of chips in feet. Everywhere you look is just food, and everybody in a real nice mood. We're gonna party all night, all night. Hmm. Everyone with painted body, clean credit, and tainted money. Nobody want to dance by themselves. Everybody want to dance on somebody. Well, let me see your hands up so. Everybody know, put your hands up so. If you're ready for the road, let your friend them know. We're ready for the road. 
the atmosphere have vibes And nothing can break it up 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 Yeah, this one, you know, when you're at the club, 3 o'clock in the morning, you're still feeling the vibes. If you win the West Indies, then you know Jube, you partying until 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. And then you're hitting the parade. That's, that's just it. It's a whole party. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Antigua Carnival this weekend. You know, it's all good. We ready. We ready. Four one six eight zero four eight two four four. That's the hotline. Hits up. You got something to see about Carnival, your experience, your life, especially if you came over just to see Carnival, you know, that's what it is. We got some big names in the city this week. Some big names in the city this week. Again, that was uh, Carnival Styles, you know? Yeah, we got ice cubes in the house. This week in the T dot, T Pain is in the house. Shot uh, Clear, Socrates, Frank and Dank, blessed in the in the city this week. Who else is in there? Um, there's a couple other Shaggy, obviously Kess in the city. Um, I heard Jamie Foxx is in the city. You know, Ludacris is in the city. So, yeah, so, you know, listen, things happen and everything is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like life. So don't let things bother you. Just enjoy life, you know, and this caravan season, just enjoy what's gonna happen if you can't watch it on tv if you can't go down there in person watch it on tv it's it's a lot of fun and i have nothing but good vibes even though you know most people when they talk about it they'll always go to some of the negatives that happen but yeah i mean it happens you know anywhere that you have large amount of people it happens and the toronto caribbean festival is one of the largest in the world right in the i shouldn't say in north america let me let me rephrase that it's the largest in north america you know when you get over a million like almost pushing two million people you want to try and find a hotel in this place right now good luck you sleeping on the grass you know you pitch in a tent somewhere because if you hadn't booked from last year you can't find anything and if you do find anything you know you're gonna pay three four times the price of a normal day so just what it is you know it it brings it brings almost 100 million well probably a little bit more than 100 million dollars into the city so oh 
Yes, SG coming out for 2024. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know what I'm saying? We partying. Woo! <laughs> you know, we're going to get some stuff. But hey, I want less. So, you know, we'll just keep that on there under wraps. <laughs> Anyhow, um, it's 1052. I'm going to do one more song before I, I get into the commercial and then we uh, start talking to uh, Mishka, the CEO of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival. We're just going to have a nice little vibe with her. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, get that all sorted out and done. This one I'm going to play is Shaggy and Kess. This is the new one from Shaggy and Kess. It's called Mood. Uh, this is what brought them together. This is how the world works and how I got the opportunity to sit down and uh, talk with them. All right. So Shaggy, Kess, Mood. This one is the new one just released check out shaggy's album in the mood it's an ep and he's got like seven eight tracks on there check it out on all your stream platforms all right
Yeah! Another feel-good tune. You know, good vibes, good times. Kiss! Shaggy! July 31st, Hey Lay Lay, the Monday night ride aboard the River Gambler, featuring the legendary Super Blue, plus DJ links from TNT and Toronto's finest, Soka Sweetness, Dynamic Crew, Notorious Sounds, and the Ultimate Sting, and it's hosted by MC Brenton B and SKF, boarding 7.30, departs at 8 p.m., tailgate party starts at 6, featuring the Fire Brigade Rhythm Section, dress code blue for Super Blue, come let we Hey Lay Lay. $70 tickets now at TicketGateway.com. Nice shirt. How'd you get your logo on it? I went to Speedy T's Printing. Speedy T's specialize in custom apparel and are right off the 401 in Scarborough. Embroidery, screen printing, and direct-to-film transfers are all done on site. If you need a large or small run of t-shirts, Speedy T's has you covered. Find them online at www.speedytees.ca. That's speedyts.ca, part of the Ink Drip group of companies. Thanks, man. My staff's tees turned out great. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you. Speedytees.ca and inkdrip.ca are my first choice for anything printed. Get a quote today. MyLimeRadio.com RKG endorsed fully. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. My Lime Radio. My Lime Radio. Music with a purpose. Conversation brings understanding. Understanding opens our minds to change. Join the conversation as the streets is busy every Sunday from 10 a.m. till noon. Hosted by our own Jay Busy on My Lime Radio. The way we move, the way we sound, feel the rhythm. The way we fret, soaking wet, it's the world's playground. Take us in, fluid us, it's the way we play. The way we groove, the way we dance, every night and day. Drink responsibly. Grab a chicken roti lunch special for only $6 from Drupati's Roti and Doubles. Available Monday to Thursday. Our new location is now open at 2866 Ellesmere Road in Scarborough at the corner of Nielsen and Ellesmere in the Food Basics Plaza. There's lots of parking and seating. And yes, we are open for dining. The weekend buffet is also back. Plus, we have curry, crab, and dumpling and the best roti and doubles in town. Done, no. See you at Drupati's Roti and Double Scarborough. You know that Superlicious is the home of authentic Caribbean soups, porridges, burritos, and bowls. Come into Superlicious every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mix and match any large soup and porridge and pay only $10. Now that's a Superlicious super deal. The two for $10 mix and match deal. On now, only at Superlicious. With locations in Brampton, Mississauga, Rexdale, North York, and two in Scarborough. Superlicious, the home of delicious. Locked on to the only station, only station that plays all the hits 24/7. My Lime Radio, Radio, My Lime Radio. 
Yeah. And we're back. 416-804-8244. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Streets is Busy with your host, Jay Busy. And uh, yeah, no co-host today. Uh, you know, we're going to get into it. And that's because I do old school, we're going to do this whole thing. You know, we call in. We, we call in people. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm tired. Of course you're tired. Listen, you party too much. So let me <laughs> let me introduce you. We have live on the radio, we have Mishka, the CEO of the Toronto Caribbean Carnival, a.k.a. Caribana for me because that's what i call it i don't do that new i stuff. got a story about that name too oh you got a story about that <laughs> all right well listen i had the pleasure of meeting you a couple of days ago and uh we had a great conversation you know and first let me say thank you for coming on the show and and, and talking i know you're a busy woman you know you got a, a big big shoulders broad shoulders and you got a lot of weight on there you know what I'm saying? This is not no easy task for you to coordinate and everything for this one particular day or even for the season mm-hmm. because Caravana in itself is what, three weeks? You do events for, for yeah, the whole three weeks? Yeah, it's pretty much so. I mean, we started July 11th and right. then we go until August the 6th. So we, we pretty much have a full four weeks, but, but you're right, three weeks also works too. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing, right? So... Since you said you had a story, tell me why we are not seeing Caravan anymore. Yes. First <laughs> of all, thank you for having me. No I super appreciate it. I also thank you for amplifying my voice and amplifying the culture's voice with what you do um, on your show. It's so important um, for people to know about what we do, what it's about, um, and for our kids to see that too. So thank you for having me. Um, the name Caravana is something that is so near and dear to all of us. We love it. Um, the reason we don't use it anymore is because about 15 or so years ago, um, the licensing rights to use the name was sold to people who are outside of our community. So when I say outside of the community, I mean, they're not Caribbean yeah. um, and they're not of black descent or, or anything related to that. Now they have the right to use the name from now until the end of time. And they've been doing that very well since that day to the point that they make a lot of money um, using the name. So one of the things that we're trying to do is let everybody know that the actual carnival that happens in this city is called Toronto Caribbean Carnival or just Toronto Carnival. Yeah. When you when we use the name Caravana, we're really building somebody else's business. But how how did oh, well, there's a lot of questions with this one. So, <laughs> <laughs> how 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 does uh, a name i mean i know you can register a name but how do you how does one allow somebody else to take a name that's been synonymous with our culture and what we were doing for years like i'm 52 years old and mm. when i was young you know at 10 that's all we were it's Car- carabana that was it yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying so how how does how how do you 
I guess how did powers that be that have a name that represents so much in 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 our culture allow somebody else to to take that? And I don't know yeah. you might not have the answer to it, but it's just crazy. I know. I mean, the short answer is lots of politics involved in it, I love and politics. also, um, you know, maybe also a little bit of uh, of us. Which I mean, I can't tell you how many stories I've heard that are similar to this, but. You know, maybe we we didn't get the right um, advice or the advice that was in our best interest yeah. um, to help us. So, you know, that's kind of my read on it. Um, it is what it is at this point. Um, but for sure, I grew up in Caravana. I've been playing mass since I was four years old. Mm -hmm. I've been in this parade jumping up 33 times. And now this will be my second time, um, you know, in the operations of it. Right. Uh, it's so near and dear to me. And I also am like, what a cool name. Because recently I was like, how did they come up with this? And then we were like, oh, it's like Caribbean in Canada. Caribbean. And I'm like, yeah. who thought of this? And then said, yep, that's it. We're rolling with it. I, I love it. It's, it's genius, to be honest. Oh, yeah, of course. And you know what? I didn't know that's how... The name came about i just figured it was carabana and listen and, uh, i don't have actual you know signed off uh, confirmation that that's how they did it but when i i looked at the name recently mm -hmm. i guess from seeing and talking about it so long and then i saw the two words canada and caribbean i'm like right and that makes so much sense yeah. but i mean that's also why that name became so special and synonymous because there is no other word like it everybody knows what it means and what it stands for and that's also why we're able to or we're able to trademark it as well as and, something and that's the whole thing like like everybody i don't care where you're from you know internationally worldwide as soon as you you say that word carabana everybody automatically goes oh that's the toronto that's the toronto parade you know that's 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 what's happening in toronto and everybody knows what it is it's, it, you don't have to say anything that's the festival oh carabana are you going to carabana this carabana the, mm -hmm. that's the whole mm -hmm. thing so and especially outside of our city too right like, inside our city i find people are more so like yeah toronto carnival maybe they hear it a little more often but internationally um the carabana name is is synonymous yep and that's what people even you know uh, a couple of my my listeners there in antigua and they're saying the same thing, you know, where we're coming down for Carabana 2024. You know, that's <laughs> that's just how that's just how the name is. Is it's it's like you said, synonymous with with international. Everybody knows mm -hmm. that it's Carabana. So it's sad that you know we have lost the name, and mm -hmm. um, people are profiting on something that they're not even doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's that's a crazy thing. Well, let's talk about your. Uh, rise to power shall we <laughs> <laughs> now you, you said i know that you've been you've been involved in carnival since you were four years old i also mm -hmm. know that you know you performed a king and queen you've won some some events and you've won some shows so you got some awards and trophies and all that good stuff what has made you change from a uh, participant per se to mm -hmm. now wanting to do this what you do the ceo and how did you how did that come about because being a ceo is not an easy task somebody just say hey you know what you look like a ceo boom you're a CEO. <laughs> <laughs> you know and especially for this particular 
business, which which the carnival really is, the FMC is a nonprofit organization. Um, it's a really unique skill set to be a part of this. You know, there's obviously a cultural aspect, and there's obviously too just knowledge of the festival that is second nature to me, just from being so deeply involved in it um, as a performer with my my family. Yeah. But, um, you know, during the pandemic, long story short, in the pandemic, I was like, I want to wear my Caribbean-ness way more in the world. Right. Like, everyone knows how much I, I love mass. You know, my friends would always be like, they ask each other, like, are you playing mass this year? Are you playing mass this year? No one needs to ask me because it, it's literally what second picture. It's yeah. what I we do, my family. Like, we didn't have to. My parents didn't have to take me on a plane to teach me about where we came from and, yeah. and what culture was like. It was right here. And my mother completely immersed us in it, especially the masquerade costume side yeah. of things. Um, but I just was feeling like I want people to know this professional Caribbean woman that that we're out here. There's so many of us. Um, and I wanted to represent that group of people even more and to let people know how much those people need to be seen and, and valued. But uh, I started to say, well, let me find an organization that I could like volunteer at or see if I could become a part of. Yeah. And in fact, it just so happened that, you know, we we're about to come out of this uh, pandemic in 21 and I saw a job posting for um, the festival manager. And I thought, hmm maybe this is for me i love toronto carnival i know everything about it yeah um so i applied they hired me that was my first year 2022 it was really really tough but you know this thing's not possible with every single person in hand that contributes and then after that um a whole bunch of changes and it just kind of happened but i would also love to say that i used to think what will I become a master at? You know, yeah. when I was in high school, someone said, when you spend 10,000 hours on something, you become a master. That's right. So you become you know? an expert. Yeah. So I, I was like, you know, I've you know done the music thing. You go to school. I've done all these things. I'm like, what am I a master at? Only to step into these roles and go, oh, this. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> this is what it is. And only to do this role too and go, right. You know, people say your passion is like this thing that won't leave you alone. And sometimes you feel like, oh, like you have these nagging dreams and things like that. But sometimes you, your passion is almost sometimes your habit or, or something that doesn't feel like um, something you have to, to work at. Yes, to work mm -hmm. at. It's just there. And I didn't realize it in all honesty. And the thing is when what you're saying is true, because when you're passionate about something, um, and you're doing it it becomes it's not work it's just yeah. you know fun mm -hmm. and i don't know how fun being a ceo is <laughs> i was like but, this is not that much fun but but it absolutely is purposeful there is so much purpose inside of me right now yeah every single day sometimes it's fear <laughs> that's okay well fear but, is good uh, you need a little bit of fear yeah you need it. i got all all of the emotions uh come and hit me every day but i i have to say 
there's not a day where I don't wake up and the first thing on my mind is the carnival. I'm lucky I don't I don't have a, a family that I need to take care of or yeah. anything like that. Um, because this this job is extremely demanding. Well, yeah, I mean, so it is demanding, but is it demanding like how can I phrase this? Do you work at this for the full year? And I'm assuming that you do, but when when off season like Carabana, as I said, August sixth, that's pretty much end done. Carabana for everybody else is, is or sorry, for the Toronto Carnival, everybody else is 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 done. But what happens with you after all is said and done? It, it does not end. It absolutely doesn't. You know, on the the you know the mass band masquerader side. Yeah. We used to feel like maybe there was a month or two where we we slowed down, but things pick up again because you got to think of your theme, design costumes, start working on them, yeah. and then for us at the FMC, um, when the season closes at in August. Um, we are always trying to make, for me at least, the motto is always going to be the best carnival ever. Right. And the only way for us to continue to improve um, this festival is, you know, to just prepare earlier to do more things in advance. I would love it if we were preparing for 2027 carnival. You know, um, it would be amazing to have to be able to look that far out. Right. But as this season is done, we are going to be starting on 2024 immediately. <laughs> okay, and what does what does that entail? Like you talked, so, you talked about the FMC. I think you said FMC. Mm, yes, FMC? Festival yeah. Management Committee. That is the nonprofit organization uh, that produces the carnival. Okay, now nonprofit. So, are you getting uh, funding from government, or or is this um, financial funding from you know other individuals? Well, it's primarily funding from the government. Mm -hmm. Right now, our biggest funder is the city of Toronto. Okay. And we also get funds from the federal and provincial government. But I've been uh, in the news, myself and Jennifer Hurley, he, the chair of our board, very often lately, lately, putting out the call for government to support this festival, not only because it's been historically underfunded, and I can't say enough how much this festival is put on by the volunteers yeah you know we could never pay this many people um, no you can't i mean i was at the uh <laughs> well where we met we were at the saldina mass camp mm-hmm. and i had or I actually have a video and I, I was was doing the video and i was talking to all the ladies there that we were, we were putting the co- costumes on together and i was like yeah so we're you know in the uh the sweatshop of uh and they were laughing and they go yeah they're like no 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 we working out we working out and i started laughing (laughs) but uh you know what you're right volunteers and and i've been involved in my my daughter used to well she still plays mass but um love it um I used to help out with with doing the costumes and and thing, and it's a lot of work. And you're work. right, a lot of people volunteer, and you have to shout out shout outs to all the volunteers that are yes, across absolutely. the city doing doing the work because it's not an easy task. Like as a volunteer, you're working, you come, you finish work, then you're coming to do some more work, yep. right? To to design and and put together costumes, and you know sometimes you're out there until two three o'clock in the morning. 
and then you still gotta get maybe two three hours of sleep to go back to work to do the whole yeah. thing again well that's right? the thing you know it's like even um this huge big massive thing i'll just tell you you know so many people that work and I, when i say work i mean they they get some kind of compensation in the carnival this it doesn't support them that is not their job or way of making a living um myself and also uh you know michelle lochin yeah. who is the managing director of our building black entrepreneurship program i i will tell you we're the only two people who are full-time in this environment all year round you know everybody else and i it's not to say they're not putting in full-time hours yeah. they absolutely are but we just don't have the funding and the support to do this thing the way we want. And this festival contributes almost half a billion dollars to Ontario's, um, you know, economics. And it also contributes $130 million in tax revenues. So when we look at the funding that we get, this festival costs almost $3 million to put on. Um, even those numbers, you know, three million dollars and i gotta tell you the funding is is doesn't even equate to a million yeah and you know what that, that, that's the whole thing is it's one of the things that i had discussed with some other some other people about how underfunded it is for the amount of money and my numbers were like i was telling people you know Car carabana brings in about a hundred a hundred million dollars but now you're you're telling me it's almost half, half it's almost half a half a billion dollars and then the tax revenue alone you mm -hmm. know 130 million this, this is crazy and, and i gotta tell you i am not those are not numbers that i created or beta yeah. last year 2022 we had ipsis reed come in okay. to do a research study so these are numbers by a company that has an amazing reputation for research and data on festivals right so these are real numbers. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It, it is a lot of money. And to think about, um, you know, having to be on the television, expressing to people how much we do need um, money and we do need funding. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel good. I, I wish that our culture and this festival um, be valued for what it really is. I, I, I think that, that that has to do with... Um, corporate and politics mm -hmm. you know and we can we can get into that because there's there's a lot of like i'd know, love I, to i won't i won't i won't get into, into the argument but if you look at, uh, at, at the pride parade they're mm -hmm. they're very funded right yes and like for example pride uh received some additional funding this year from the federal government for security reasons right. and we were so encouraged when we saw that happen um, because we thought that the government is seeing a public safety as being ex their responsibility, right. you know, which it really is. Um, but when it falls on the shoulders of the organization and, you know, you're a part of this community, yep. there's a lot of expectations and wishes um, from the community on how this thing should look and how it should go and, and how well it's going. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, sometimes it feels like there's maybe five people putting on this festival. Um, and that, again, it just comes down to funding as well. But I think that we are in a time right now where, you know, for example, LG LGBTQ rights 
is a global issue. Right. Um, while racism is a global issue, it doesn't put dollars in our pockets. Nope. Right. I can't go into a, you know, a corporation and say, you know, support us because we are a, literally this festival is about our emancipation from slavery. Yeah. This festival is about our liberation from what has happened to us. And I also tell people we are still suffering from the effects of that. We are still oppressed in so many ways. Yep. Um, systemic racism is something that we encounter all the time being a part of the carnival. And it's it's that's part of the work that makes it hard too, because it wears on you. It hurts when you feel like you're seeing kind of how society is set up and works to keep um, oppressed people oppressed, down. Yeah. Yeah, keep them oppressed. And I look at this festival as a vehicle to further our li liberation. Um, I intend to use it as such. And I have done so much work myself, my board, our general manager, Adrian Charles, to pull in this another important piece, which is our future leaders and our young people. When I was a kid in school, my sister and I were the only two people that played mass right we didn't talk to anybody about it i didn't tell anybody about it and you know my sister has become the queen queen of the bands nine times yes so that's, I heard. A, that's history making you know it, it's it's such a beautiful thing and this documentary came out of it but only because somebody said how come nobody knows about this how come nobody is putting a spotlight on this community and their accomplishments and what they bring to this city you know um I got a little off track there, but I wanted no, no, to no, say no, no. one thing that, yeah, one Listen, thing that we have in a conversation. That's all it is. We have a conversation. One thing that corporate Canada is getting is that there are, there is a huge population of children, particularly in Toronto that are Caribbean. Right. When I went to school, or I should say right now, when we go into schools, I see so much more diversity in the curriculum and I love it. I see celebrations of Chinese New Year, Ramadan, Diwali coming yep. up. In but then I also got to tell you, there's a whole group of kids, and that was me, who don't fit into any of that, who don't see themselves celebrated at school. Kwanzaa or any of yep. that stuff. I mean, that's yeah, I don't, slowly starting to get in into yeah, the schools. It is but, slowly yeah. starting to get in. You're, you're absolutely right. And it's like, I think I saw Mastermind Toys actually promote it quite well over the holiday season, which was... Uh, amazing shout out to them um but at the same time too that is also kwanzaa is something that even our caribbean community is is still getting attuned to and and understanding it you know so i can't tell you how amazing it was we did a pilot program um with flemington park it's a tdsb elementary school yeah. where we it was over a couple weeks there was a mass making workshop with one of our mass bands, Will Morton Fantasia Carnival. Okay, yeah. uh, taught the children how to make headpieces. And I don't just mean construction paper, like actual headpieces and body pieces. Then they learned about the history of Carnival. They learned about the history of the Toronto Carnival, which goes all the way back to the domestic scheme in the 1960s when Caribbean women were encouraged to migrate to this country to be domestic workers. Yeah. They left the family and came in droves. And then in the 70s, we had um, 
Pierre Trudeau make a new immigration policy that allowed families to be reunited and, and more of us came. That's and right. that is the precipice of this carnival in Toronto. All of us that are here building it up. So one of my goals is trying to make sure that, you know, the next little Mishka sees herself because I didn't, <laughs> you know, it, it was my carnival that built me up. It was my carnival that gave me the ability to be a performer. It was the carnival that got to see my mother being creative and expressing herself. It was the carnival that made me the festival manager and the carnival that made me a CEO. Well, basically, so, carnival is in your blood. Yeah, but this is what it gives to us and it will give to our children. You know, this is the first time that the carnival has a CEO that grew up inside of it. And, and I think that's so special. Yeah, I think that's special, too, because not only do you, you bring aspects of, of corporate world, but you also know the ins and outs of the carnival of not just performing but making the costumes knowing what it takes to put things together and uh what your culture what what your culture what our culture <laughs> what all culture is is all about and with that you know it's basically your life you yeah. know your life is carnival and it's only fitting that you be the the, the ceo somebody who understands the inside and outside of carnival life right mm. don't know it's a lifestyle for real <laughs> no it is it's a lifestyle that's this this yeah. is not just a hobby you know this <laughs> this is a lifestyle yeah. like and you're you're doing it really well right Thank you. um you touch up on so many things uh i was just gonna say can mm -hmm. i jump in for yeah, a second go ahead. i in. was just thinking i met you at louis saldina's mass camp that's correct and there you have somebody who has won band of the year yep 21 times his he has two sons and they're both deeply involved in leading this band that's legacy right there mm -hmm. you know and i when i see louis we talk i i love this idea that we've both been in this parade almost the same amount of times Yep. except two completely different perspectives and generations yep. but that's also what makes us a powerful team we both care so much about this carnival it, it i will go to the ends of the earth for it and you know the funny thing is it, that was the first time that i actually met lou and mm. uh, such a wonderful man oh my goodness yeah. i wish everyone had the opportunity to meet him and just hear him talk about you can't talk about it's almost funny it's hard to talk about something that just is you yes yeah it, you it's, know? and and it's just so natural you know it's it's like the the amount of uh wealth and knowledge yeah. that he has mm -hmm. about carnival is it's unreal unreal and he's he's very down to earth you know always always want to make sure literally that one of the good. kindest men i've ever met so kind yeah, and that's what we need more of you know and that's the whole thing we need more people that are in the culture but are also open to share and express because you know there's some there's some that they're yes. in they're in but they want to keep everything to themselves I always have to remind myself that each mass band is its own individual business. Right. 
this carnival ecosystem and that's where even the concept of the building black entrepreneurship program came from um is that there's an ecosystem of businesses that people provide for their life and their family because of this carnival if you go to other carnivals in other islands you know you know it's it's even bigger than here but so many people this is their livelihood and yep. it's important for us to understand that um try to when i say help i mean make a way for each other and i always say to and this is something more internal but i'm going to share it right now um love kindness and forgiveness if i didn't keep those three things at the front of my head every single day i wouldn't be able to do this it's it's not an easy thing to do um and i mean that for everybody i think everybody has those things that engages in the carnival because it's not easy there are things will go wrong it's oh, an event yeah. that's a guarantee and on top of it you know it's mass mass doesn't ha- it's not supposed to be contained you that's know what right. i mean? but we're in canada in toronto and there's this perspective and pardon me for using the word sometimes even entitlement um that people feel that it should be a certain way or it should happen a certain way but it's also because we're in the confines of a country and a city that doesn't necessarily understand it completely you know my this parade has to start and end at a certain time yep if you go to trinidad if you go to st vincent that's Antigua, where my family from yeah. if you go to Antigua, grenada spice mass crop over in barbados oh, yeah. there's no such Been thing there. <laughs> right there's no end time there's yep. not a you know it's there's not, it's there's not like more. here okay you start at 10 o'clock you got to be done at six there's like okay exactly. we're starting let's say friday when the night sun sometime. rises <laughs> exactly when the sun rises <laughs> and after the sun goes down we still go in you know to the morning and we'll figure it out later like it's like until your feet are burning and bleeding yeah. i think some people's um motivation yeah but it's, yeah it's, it's there, thing, i think sorry sorry to cut you no, go ahead go, no go go ahead no, I'm just I'm thinking about my sister right now and I'm hearing her say like this thing exists in a bubble that doesn't necessarily get it or or allow it to live in a way where yes, everybody will be happy. You know, I have a very small geographic area to work with yeah. to execute this parade and the truth is we're we're outgrowing the space. Yeah. Well, that that's true. And I think I think you you touch upon it um, quite eloquently. Um, yeah, it's in the bubble, and I think the city in itself um, puts it as a regular parade, right? Like they don't understand the concept that this is this is not just a parade. This is a celebration. Um, this is yeah. about our culture, and this is about the way that we express ourselves and how we show you know our freedom quote unquote mm-hmm. our freedom yeah and you can't contain that like you know you have the santa claus parade you have the the, the uh what's the one that comes out the saint patty's parade and all that stuff and their parades even the pride parade to an extent is just a parade right where there, i dying to say something right now go ahead <laughs> say it you know what? We had such a great chat at Louis Camp, and this is it just the same. I learned last year for the first time why we why we really this thing is a parade. 
why is it not a, a party or, or just a day right. you know, of celebration or something? And the reason is, and it's so simple, we were not allowed to move through the streets. We could not go on a road and just say you're walking from here to there. Yeah. We were, you had to stay. Um, it, it's hurt sometimes to use the words, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we were enslaved and stuck in whatever, whatever that box was for you. Yeah. So when we were able to take to the streets and be free, we had to move. We had to go from here to there. And we celebrated it, though, as yeah. well. And while we celebrated it, we also mocked the people who enslaved us. And that's where this whole thing um, comes from. But the moving through the streets part, there's an Instagram account called Know Your Caribbean. Yep, I know that and, one. And I, I love them. it. Mm -hmm. Yes, everybody should follow them. I've learned so much that is added to why I feel so passionate about this thing and why I know it is something that's in your blood. There is some DNA aspect. I feel that. that yeah, has, no, it's, it's, it's true. I actually reached out to them to see if they would like to come on to the show. Um, I haven't heard back from them, but, you know, it's one of those things that I, I fell upon and I'm like, man, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know about our culture about being Caribbean, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, the history or the festivals or the costumes, you know, down to the, down to the, just the food, <laughs> you, you know, the food. And, and that's kind of a little bit of, I want to say we were robbed of that. But when I think about what my mom, what her schooling was like in St. Vincent, mm -hmm. which was for sure under, it was a British colony at the time. So there was a huge like um, British influence influence on the education system but at the same time it was very rich in caribbean um culture and history yeah. as well you know i hear people talk about you know even the geography of it the windward islands the leeward islands yeah. what does that mean you know these are things that i'm i'm learning in my in my late 30s it's true i'm <laughs> like i said i'm over 50 and i'm just learning these things myself so mm -hmm. i mean we can always learn but i think that our culture a culture has to have more education in our culture and i yeah. think that i think that especially now with how fast-paced everything is how everything's online and social media i i think we as an older generation um the younger generation just wants to bypass and kind of be in this new mm -hmm. age and not actually yeah. know where they come from but in order for you to to grow, in order for you to uh, do better, you have to know your history. And I think at the end of the day, we get robbed of, of that history. We get the history of, you know, slavery from the month of February and, and we get all that stuff there. But we don't actually go into the deep history of the culture, you know, before we were enslaved, before the Westerners came through, you know, yep. that we don't, we don't get that grassroots history. Yeah. I go on. Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm just loving this conversation <laughs> so much. I really believe that if we can get a, a piece of ourselves, our community, in the education system, in the curriculum, as a study unit, 
in 10 to 15 years, we will have a new world. Of course. But I think people are afraid of that as well. Well, people are afraid of change. Sorry to cut you. Go ahead. You know? No, I want to build up our young people. Uh, Imagine that this entire group of children don't get to see themselves. And that is already a huge hill to climb. You know, I... We have selected this year. I I tell people, we didn't choose her. She chose us. <laughs> Our face of the festival, Kiana Bell. Okay. Her Instagram is keybees, K-E-Y-B-E-E-S. I encourage everybody, especially young people, to follow her because she's recognized how important our culture and our history is for herself personally, but you know, she has. She also has a son. We have young people that we need to think about and wonder what world are we creating for them. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I mean, we have to think about that. We have to think about our future generation and how are they going to continue educating and being educated in our culture? Because you know, culture is culture is history, and once you lose your culture, then yep. who are you? Who are you? Right. And I think too, uh, my biggest, I get a lot of complaints. <laughs> you know? Really? I wouldn't think so. Such a <laughs> nice person. Who's yeah. complaining about you? <laughs> I, I get a, you know what? I, I, let me say that. I, what I normally say is I get a lot of feedback because no matter what, it's someone's experience yeah. and I want to hear it. It, it hurts sometimes because sometimes it's directed towards me personally. And sometimes it's just on the festival. And I wonder if people think about all the people that are taking their time to try to make this thing happen. But another outcome of making sure that our children, and it's not only our kids, it's all the other cultures too, to learn about ours. I have a problem called storming. Oh, yeah. I talked about that earlier. And, and I don't I know if you were listening to the show earlier, but uh, yeah. I, I talk, only for I the last <laughs> 10 minutes I clued in, but you were playing music and I was dancing, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the storming thing, you know, I think people, I've had people tell me, this is our culture. Why are you trying to stop us? And I'm like, oh, right. There is a whole other idea of it that exists here in Toronto, mm-hmm. which is in the parade and and that's not the case and i think that if people really understood what it was they would even have more respect for the people who are participating in it that why why they want you to buy a costume why they want you to join them in a costume why they don't want to be overrun um and squeezed um by people who are really supposed to be watching and also enjoying it exactly and and the the thing is with the stormers uh as I was saying earlier on the show, I said it's different when you're in the islands. Carnival mm-hmm. in the islands, you can't storm. No. There, there's no such thing as that. And, and, and I, while there are people in the bands, like mm-hmm. people will come and walk along the bands, but they don't do what we do here, which is all the people crowd around the music. Right. Without the masqueraders. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the whole thing. Like it's a, it's, it's a different... I'm going to hate to use this word, but it's a different culture yeah. in, in coming from the West Indies mm-hmm. versus the culture of care of carnival here. Yeah. Right. And Stormers is, is one of the big things. And, and as I said it, you know, 
the history if if you understand the history there should be a point if you want to jump up with the 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 mm-hmm. paraders it should be at the end maybe have a spot yeah. at the end where everybody can 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 jump up like in antigua you know you watch the parade and at the end it goes into the stadium that's where you know you can jump up with the the, the costumers but nobody does anything while the parade while the the, the festival is happening Right. Even that, I gotta make my rounds to all the carnivals. I've been to so many, but every carnival is so unique. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and I mean, I always say this: it kills the parade because a lot of people come to to watch the parade. Then when yeah. you have the stormers coming through, like you said, they crowd out and they push they push out yeah. the costumers. And then with that, not only do they push out the costumers, the the, the people that actually spend their money to wear the costumes to support to do all this stuff now you're you're let's for lack of a better word whining with or trying to dance up with somebody that you don't want to dance up with you know just in the regular in the regular oh, shirt oh, and your, your costumes are getting destroyed and stuff like that like again destroyed. oh my you're goodness paying, you're paying a minimum of four hundred dollars for yeah. a, an outfit a minimum four hundred dollars for an outfit for somebody that is not in costume to come in and you know grab you or try to to dance with you whatever and break off all your costume and then what you've yeah. you spend that for what you know and, and i want people to know how disrespectful it is to the culture mm-hmm. and to the community when they do that yeah, exactly. i think there's become a fun thing in in under in storming the word alone it sounds like yeah. something we're all very rebellious at heart you know we want to do things that we're not supposed to do but um i want people to know how much you're hurting the people who care about this culture when you do that yeah. it, it it hurts them it hurts me I get, like i said i've been in this parade 33 times i remember when i was a kid i can remember the carnival when you know it started to get a little out of, mm-hmm. out of control, out of control. Mm-hmm. People say, you know, the fences have gone down and um, at the end of the day, we're all just people who are doing our best. Um, I cannot get to every single fence um, breach. Yeah. There are people who come down to the parade with a backpack full of tools, you know, to open fences and, and do other things. And like I said, I just wish for them to know um, how hurtful it is to the people who are a part of this parade and who are trying to promote the culture it's it's so true and the the fact is that we're talking about it it's it's a it's a good thing you know and they people just don't understand and they get you know it's a it's a in at one aspect it's a it's a celebration you want to jump up with the band you want to get in there and say oh you know i was here and 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 supporting Mm -hmm. but i don't think they that people in general understand the the whole concept and for me you know if you want if you want to join in i have no problems with joining in at the end but for me it's like you have especially since everything for our carnival is timed oh yes because of that's the scary part of it (laughs) well this is the whole thing like it's time so realistically it's like last year i was down there last year Mm -hmm. and we started off really good all right yeah say about call it about 130 i was just man you know the mark 
That's when we say, oh no, at 1 p.m. is a different yeah. situation. <laughs> one, yeah. One, 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 1.30? Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. The people's them start coming down and all of a sudden now you went from the 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 groups all together running maybe about five minutes apart to now the groups are 20 30 minutes apart and then roughly around 2 30 i think it was an hour between floats which is crazy and i get a lot of flack for it <laughs> i know but it's, that's not your fault like they're, they're <laughs> Really, you, you can't you can't do anything about like once the storm has come through, everything goes to to crap, mm -hmm. and then you're stuck. And the bad part about it is, and I don't know if it happened last year, and I think it did. I know, um, uh, twenty nineteen was it twenty nineteen when the last one was before last yeah. year? Yeah, twenty nineteen. I know twenty nineteen, they shut down, and there were still like five or six bands didn't get even out of the stadium because they didn't have the time and yeah. honestly that's so sad because here you are especially if i paid money for a costume sad, i didn't even get sad. i didn't even get to go on road <laughs> bro <laughs> i be so vexed. i cannot fathom i cannot fathom being told you can't go and that's one of the things last year and this year as well we have two parts of the parade moving at the same time because right. we've recognized um, that in order to make this happen and in order to make sure that everybody gets an opportunity to be on the road and cross the stage, we can't line up and cross one at a time. Yeah. That doesn't work, especially with the time constraints and the geography constraints and with the um, whole storming situation yeah. as well. So there's so many moving pieces. And I mean, this is not the only event that we have. We have events that lead up to tonight yeah. is the Opera Calypso Showcase. I'll be there. It starts at 5 p.m. Then we have our King and Queen show, which Thursday. I got. That is so near and dear to the hearts of everybody in this community. It's a big, big, big deal. It's where we have our, you know, King and Queen, like we crown our royalty mm -hmm. there. Um, and then we have on Friday, August the 4th, Pan Alive Panorama. Yep. And the heart of, of our music. And then comes the Grand Parade. So there's so many things to focus on. There's so many points to hit. Um, and we're absolutely doing our best this year, just like other years. I feel that's just my word. I say it will be the best carnival ever. Well, I mean, you are, from what I know of you, right? <laughs> and like I said, I only met you a couple of days ago. But what I know of you, you're a perfectionist. You like... Oh, got it from my mama. <laughs> <laughs> you you like, know, I'm and... just, Caribbean people are just like that, though, too, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I feel there is a there's a, a negative side to it which is we we want to uh outwardly be a certain way um and the truth is life is messy yes true. life doesn't go that great all the time there are there are ups as much as there will be um downs and the same thing goes for being a part of this festival but the perfectionism i gotta tell you a quick story mm. when i was a kid my mom so the first time I was in this parade with my sister, I was five and she was three. And there wasn't any kids section. There was no kids, nothing. And my mom had to make two kids size versions of the adult costumes to take us on the road with her down University Avenue. 
Um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. I couldn't tell you if I really remember that at all, but I've had people come up to me like, it would be so great if we could get back to University Avenue. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Honestly, go on with your story. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, go on. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking no, about. You were talking about your mom maybe made the. Oh, perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Uh, a few years after that, finally, my mom was like to our band leader at the time, Kenny Coombs, who designed every single and built one of my sister's queen's costumes and mine as well. He um, had a band and my mom's like, you need to have a kid's section because of obviously she had two kids. Right. My mom um, was the section leader for the kids costumes in that band for about three to five years. But she didn't want anybody to help her other than mishka and joella with two kids because she needed every circle cut smooth like a circle i literally can hear my mom say no i don't need any help i don't want any jiggy jiggy circles you know because some people cut a circle with it's it's an octagon all of us you know um so that's the level of perfection that some people bring to this craft you have to cut circles yeah you have to do it properly and you don't want juggy juggy circles but it's one of those it's one of those things where being a perfectionist as yourself something that you said in the conversation that we had when we first met is that you know you were trying to kind of let things slide on being a perfectionist and saying that you're going to do the best that you can for that day yep yep Well, I will tell you, you may not like this, but our general manager, Adrian Charles, he's the one that gave me uh, like this phrase that really, really helped me. And I'm going to say it now so that everybody can take it into their life. Mm. And he's like, perfection is not in the outcome. It's in the effort. So every day. Yep. I'm, I'm like, let me give a perfect effort to this thing. And it doesn't, sometimes you may get up, you don't feel good. You have a headache. And I absolutely try to, I'm not that great at it, but every now and then I do need to take time for myself. Yeah. You know, I do need to not answer my phone for a day or two and, and just disconnect from um, the pressures of, of work and the world. But I, I wish for every single person out there to not um, judge themselves so harshly to be so kind to yourself, loving, forgiving to yourself. And the more you do that to other people is the easier it becomes for yourself. It's, um, it's, so that's a practice I'm trying. And that is something to live by. Cause you know what? We can't be, we can't be perfect all the time. No, and you will I, not be. And I try, I, I honestly, I do my best to be kind, to be respectful. Um, Mm-hmm. And also, not just to other people, but to myself as well. Yes. You know? And and that's all you can do. You know. That is all do you your, can do. Do your best, and and that's it. Don't try. Don't like you said. Do your best effort for that day, and that's what perfection is. Yeah. And I'm saying all of this as someone who is a perfectionist, and I'm literally <laughs> torturing myself every day. <laughs> um, but some days I do remember it, and I can tune into that. And it helps me. But even more importantly, um, for example, I just met, same place I met you, mm-hmm. a young lady, Egypt Morgan, who is Dwayne Morgan, a poet yeah. uh, from Toronto. Okay, crazy little side story. My first job was at Tropicana Community Services okay. as a yeah, counselor. I, mm-hmm. um, I was 17 or 18 years old when my cousin 
um, Asha James, who's an amazing human rights lawyer, and Dwayne Morgan, they were kind of like, they were leading the whole thing. So I, I got to experience them and be led by two very young Black Caribbean people at the time yeah. who let me know what greatness is inside of all of us. But either way, at the mass camp the other night, he was there with his daughter, who's in her early 20s, and she has a whole show and she's interviewing and interviewed me and all i could think is like look at my look at my people yeah like yeah, i'm he, so he, proud he was there with his daughter i actually <laughs> spoke to him because um i saw him with this little microphone set up on his phone and i'm like hey that would help me out a lot <laughs> that would help <laughs> See, me out a lot they had it together i love that but yeah. even I got to tell her the same thing. Perfection is not in the outcome, it's in the effort. And when I saw her receive it, I was like, hmm, you know, there's many more people that need to hear that. Yeah. Not just, you know, it, it is just a little change in your mindset of whatever you're trying to achieve. Sometimes you just don't need to be that hard on yourself. No, you don't. And I, I think that a lot of us, especially when we are fail at a goal let's say or we didn't make that goal we mm -hmm. got close but we didn't then you know our, we're disheartened and, and then the whole world comes down on us and especially if you're um, a perfectionist and you like everything to go properly and life this this guy it doesn't <laughs> work it doesn't go properly life mm -mm. changes every single second of every single day you know life changes Either you can start out doing something and then somebody throws a wrench in there or, or whatever and you gotta change. You're preaching to me. My horoscope today said there is no way I'm reading it as I'm looking at my phone. There is no way to know what will happen tomorrow. Exactly. Nothing. So you gotta do what's best in the in the day. Um we got what time is it? We got six minutes left in the show. Um let's quickly talk about the black entrepreneurship program. And then we'll end off with you telling everybody about what they can do, how they can reach you, if they need to get in contact with you, if you know any sponsors out there that need to talk to you, want to throw some sponsorship <laughs> your way, you know, we, we'll hit that up. So let's do that quick. Uh, our Building Black Entrepreneurs Program, it, it really is one of the shining stars of the Festival Management Committee. We have a program that is in collaboration with George Brown College. So when you complete the two semesters, you get a certificate, um, you know, saying that you, you've done this training. But we cover marketing, um, accounting, which I can't tell people enough how much it is to understand accounting. Yep. You know, it's not just adding and subtracting. And if you have a dream of being a business owner or or anything, to be honest, even your own personal finances, understanding accounting um, is a gift. Um, we do, uh, you know, business administration. I spent the majority of my career as an executive assistant, um, and I can't. I picked that job because when I was 25, yeah. Ursula Burns, she's a black woman, became the CEO of Xerox. Wow. And I was like, how, how? And when I looked, she started there as an EA. Yep. And I was like, okay, so you can get some really good training. And, you know, it I is just, a lot of work, though. 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's the only reason why I think I can survive here. I'm like, I'm used to um, the pressures of others. Yeah, my, but, um, my son's an EA and I have some friends that are EAs. And I just look and say, bro, that's a lot of work. I ain't even. Nope. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of it is is really building up other people. And there, there's nothing wrong with contributing to each other's lives. Yeah. But um I'm so grateful for the education I got from that. Um, and that's something that we're trying to do with the Building Black Entrepreneurs Program. So it's B as in Barry, yeah. B E as in egg, mm-hmm. P, Peter, yeah. .ca. And, you know, it's just nurturing entrepreneurs for, for success, emerging black and Caribbean entrepreneurs who want to um, develop their business, grow their business, even if you don't have a business and you want to start one. And it is entirely free. You will gain financial literacy and other key um, pieces that are important to making sure that your business can thrive. Now, is this just open for young people or is that any any age i don't even know what young people means anymore yeah i'm I'm realizing so much especially in the carnival this festival is really about intergenerational leadership yep this festival um provides for people of all different um, generations um this pride and joy in our community so it requires people from different generations to lead it and understand it um, that also makes it hard sometimes because we're, we we literally feel like we're from different worlds. It's but true. together, we we got it. But no, our for example, our marketplace on parade day, we have over a hundred food vendors that come down. That's over a hundred people who have businesses. Yeah, I, I, like that just blows my mind. So we want to support them, and that's what this is about. And it's any age; it doesn't matter how old you are it's it's well that's fantastic thank you uh, i'll definitely be checking that out i'll definitely post up on my instagram and on the website thank you uh, we have literally two minutes left so mishka what do you want to tell people how can they reach out to you i don't know if you want to you know give your instagram i will not whatever, give my I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying right now i'm crying i'm crying you know one of the hard things is People have experiences and they want to express them. Um, We all do. And then they have to find an entity or a person to express them to. Um, So I'm going to tell people my Instagram and also how to connect me at the carnival. But I, I want to share with every single person how important it is um, to be kind to each other to if you're providing feedback or advice to do it in the spirit of helpfulness Mm -hmm. to do it in the spirit of feeling like you actually belong to this not that you're on the outside and you're and you're looking in and and providing judgment um you every single person that takes the time or feels that they need to send feedback you're a part of this so please do it in a way that reflects that so my Instagram is my my first and middle name, Mishka Daria, um, M-I-S-C-H-K-A-D-A-R-I-A. And then even more important is the Carnival's website, torontocarnival.ca. Please come out. Some of our events are free. Some have paid portions to them. Um, you know, a lot of the grants and funding that we receive, we 
have to put on free events. So that limits our ability also to create revenue. Um, that's one of the hardships that we have. But coming up, we have our King and Queen Showcase. Please get a ticket to that. And our Grand Parade, similar. There's a ticket portion and a, a free portion. So whatever suits your needs, um, come out and, and celebrate and be a support to the Caribbean community. Beautiful. Well, that's our time. Thank you so much, Ms. Giff, for coming on the show and speaking to us and well, speaking to me. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I can only say it was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Listen, we will keep in touch, guaranteed. And I will see you at some of these shows or some of these events, but we'll definitely keep I look forward to it. Keep the communication open. All right. Thanks again for coming on the show. And with that, everybody, be kind to one another. Be safe. Be blessed. Peace. Mishka, love to talk to you. Thank you thank so much you. for coming on the show again. Thanks for, listen, when I say thank you for amplifying my voice, I, I really, it makes me emotional because I can't get to every single person one at a time to help them understand how much this thing means. And I really do feel like um, I'm so obsessed and committed to this that that i i am the one to tell the story so i cannot thank you enough for being interested um in interviewing me and allowing me to well i didn't interview you we had a conversation i told you this <laughs> i don't do thank interviews. You. we conversation and you know what it makes we, it easier for me too exactly we will we will actually when you have time maybe after the whole care the toronto carnival is done and everything like that the week thanks after. for the correction yes I know. <laughs> we after. all have to practice Thank i you. know i'm practicing i'm practicing I love it. you know so once carnival is done maybe i'll get you back up uh, if you i don't in know a where, you, in, where you live but maybe come to the house come to the studio and we'll Absolutely. actually sit down and do a full two hours and, and talk about it easy sounds good thank you so much for your time all right listen have a good one don't work too hard. I know you're going to. <laughs> I will only be working hard from now on. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. See you. Bye-bye.